Thanks for stopping by the Badass Records podcast and go Chiefs! <laughs>
She went out and made the A team. <laughs> Good for her. I called the coordinator when the rosters came out. She's like, I know what you're going to say. I already called. They have like evaluators on the stage and they're just making stat yeah. notes based on the jersey number. Yeah. And then they give that to and the rosters. So it's not like. Yeah. Anyway, she's like, I called and they're like, no, she's clearly in layups, ball handle, da 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 da. And she was like, you can, you can bail if you want to bail. And I was like, I mean, I said it would help. Who, yeah. who, who else can you call? And she was like, the only person I could think of would be Doug Schmidt, but he travels a lot during the week. And I was like, who else you got besides that? And she's like, Doug Schmidt. <laughs> That's the list. So, so I was like, all right. So now Schmidt and the professor. Yeah. No, I mean, he's not. Oh, he no, no, no. He's up. not. His daughter's on my team. Oh, good. But it's like, I'm. You know, his schedule, her schedule, and then my team's schedule. I mean, sure. we just this weekend we did a tournament and there were 10 games between the three of us. This weekend? Yeah. Oh, my God. On the 30th and the 1st. Oh, that's a fun time frame. Yeah. And it's like, okay, and then this weekend, regular season starts. So, sure. like, I've got a doubleheader, or my team does, and one of those games overlaps with hers. So, it's like, I'm probably going to miss most of her mm-hmm. basketball. Sorry, honey. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we were, uh, and and my girl, the their the A team, they went undefeated in this tournament and won. And there were not enough seventh grade, so they they merged seventh eighth. Oh wow! So she had to, they had to play an eighth grade uh, Saint Anne's team and last in the championship last night and beat them. And a lady comes, she's like, "Excuse me, are you friends with my husband? It's Dylan Brown's wife." Oh, nice. So just, <laughs> we haven't, DB. yeah, we hadn't texted in a minute, and I was like, "You're fucking." kids are getting worked and he was like you're insane fuck off i'm like i'm just telling you yeah just call him like i see him there <laughs> oh Incredible. shit um what else uh not much i've uh, been you know traveling for the holidays and stuff went up to the chiefs at uh lambo which was cool that's right i uh, mean i mean until the, game the experience happened. yeah until the game happened but you know uh have you been up there no, uh-uh. it, it's crazy, man. Like I, I've never seen anything like it. It's like Lawrence having a professional football team. Like you know, uh, I it can only equate it to like uh, you know those stadiums in Europe where you know you're just in this urban center, and then no, thank you, um, and then uh, you uh, you just come upon it, and it's this whole freaking thing. You know, it's twenty, thirty city blocks that's just dedicated to you know professional football it's, wow it's, it's pretty cool um you know the game was whatever it was yeah but uh that part of it was was really cool nice they i mean like what they say about you know those wisconsinites too like fuck they love their beer cheese curds oh, beer oh, and oh, friendliness oh, well well it's a seven o'clock game so i'm sure they were, i'm sure they were plenty friendly at, at noon but, yeah i mean i i've been to some hostile environments that they were motherfucking you were pretty pretty good you were repping red oh of course yeah of course yeah. of course you know but I mean, I mean at this stage of the game like i'm i'm not trying to you know be a tough guy no uh but um yeah if like people were my age or older cordial beautiful yeah nice yeah people if they had like a septum ring they're probably who knew football fans wore septum rings well i mean and up there yeah too, yeah know? yeah like, exactly it's god's country yeah <laughs> But it was cool, man. I I really enjoyed that. Um, um, went to Nebraska uh, for Thanksgiving. My where my wife's from. Um, it's always a good time out there. Um, but yeah, just 
hanging out. Kid's coming over this week. Cool. Um, yeah, he's finishing up. Well, he's starting his second semester of his junior year at KU now. And Damn. Yeah, it's crazy, man. He's turned 21 in October. And uh, My good buddy in Denver, uh, you know, his his kid, his kids are going to go to school in enemy mm-hmm. territory. And mm-hmm. so his birthday wish was to go to a Chiefs game. So he bought six tickets, supposed to be three dads, three sons for the Bills game. And I haven't been to a game in a fucking minute. Yeah. And we, they were nice seats. Yeah. Very yeah. like, I mean, right by the end zone. Yeah. I mean, I could actually see, even without my glasses, uh, detailed features of the cheerleaders. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, yeah, they, yeah. yeah, that's that was how, because yeah. my buddy was like, so which? And I was like, uh, all of them, yeah. you know. Uh, but anyway, uh, when the... Um, Kelsey to I was I was at that game too. When that, that happened, happened I, was, I was like eleven rows up from where he threw the ball, like across, and so like my my you know, field of vision turned and I saw the flag, and from where the flag was, I was like, that's got to be you know holding on the defense. Yeah, like, there's like yeah. There, there'd be nothing else where that flag would be, and then they were like you know offsides, and I was like that that they must have gotten that wrong, and just well I you know was watching it develop this way. And so I watched for X number of seconds and then flipped to the screen. Yeah. And we, we went and everybody went insane. Yeah. It was a it touchdown. Was, it was I, I didn't see a flag. Yeah. And then five, six, seven minutes of real time, all of us just going, what happened? Yeah. Because we couldn't hear when the ref came. It was yeah. still, everybody's still going nuts. Yeah. And then I was just like, why are they fucking lining up for another, you know? Yeah. Well, point being range like, of emotions. Yeah, and yeah, and in the in the global uh, range of emotions reach as it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, when the Green Bay game happened, no reason to believe that something crazy like the Bills game would happen, and sure. then when the Bills game happened, no reason to believe that Christmas Day. Sure, and I I was it brought it really I really really thought that I had extinguished the you know, portion of my life where my mood is like massively affected by the yeah. comings and goings of this. And I'm, I was just like, you know, it's yeah. been fun. Christmas I, canceled. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Yeah. Uh, but I just, uh, I mean, this past Bengals game, like there were, uh, and it felt better. Of course. Um, I'm, I'm not, you know, I thought that kid played, really well at quarterback yeah uh, browning yeah jake jake browning but and uh, you know it's like he was ma- he was i thought he was making throws that burrow would, would make i don't know if it's a different game of burrows in there probably a little sure. bit sure um but i mean what he's doing with his feet though i mean that burrow doesn't do that no so no i think they came with the game plan that they would have for a more you know stationary quarterback and that that guy just hurt us with his legs yeah yeah um Good for him. I mean, I'm glad we won. I, th- I I think that they have leaped everyone in uh, my ranking system of just completely terrible fan base. Like just, the Bengals. Oh my god. Okay, where did, did there were some around? Wait, you weren't at that game. No, but what? you know, just being in the in the bar industry. My son was there. He went to that game. Yes, um, they and they travel and they they do travel. Yeah, now. Yeah, well, if I've, 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 there's been smatterings every time they're in town that I see. But, well, I mean, in this last since Burrow, how about that? Like, I, I don't remember them ever being a perennial. I mean, like you know, Pittsburgh travels. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, I, I, but I mean, um, I, I had one 
literally get lost. I was out the night before, and he uh-huh. slept on the floor at my because he lost his friends. Stop. Yeah, and he like just bawled for hours, and then you know they somehow made connections in the morning and got him went to the game. But it was like, you know, there was clusters of them out that night, and every, it you seems just brought him home. Well, because so I, we were at Hooper's for last call. Sure, sure. Uh, I stepped out probably to go home, and he was. I saw him across the way, like he was he was going door to door, knocking on like Cars? no front doors. Oh my god! At like. 256 you know trying to just plead his case I, I don't know do you have a phone i can borrow completely you know no yeah. idea what he's doing yeah. and i was like dude uh you will not be at the truman sports complex tomorrow you'll be in jail if yeah. you keep doing this yeah, and yeah. so i brought him home with some kind of hope to reunite him yeah and it worked but it took overnight anyway I see small smatterings, you know, or I'll get a text from a buddy that's downtown and I see him a bunch of them, you know, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's interesting that you said, cause I have, I'm undecided who the biggest smug prick in the league is right now. It's either Sean Payton or Jamar Chase. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just all he ever, he, there's always a clip of him before our game and after our game, and he's always just talking shit. It's like he's not even talking about the team. I don't know. It's just all about him. For sure. Um, also, very agree with both of those uh, uh, nominees. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, I think that that's why somebody like Legarius is so valuable and – they know that those guys are emotional. If you can get in their heads too and start talking to them during the game, I mean, it, like after. Did that, you see the the post that the Chiefs put up of uh, him with the hawk? Uh, uh, eighty-one targets, no touchdowns. This oh, year? The, oh, that for yeah, Legarius. Oh, yeah, his stat line is crazy. I mean, we got to pay that guy. Uh, you can't pay. You can't think, pay Chris Jones and pay him. There's a lot of guys we have to pay. I think. Oh, there is a lot of guys. But also something like. Uh, with with restructuring, we could have something like seventy five million, uh, wow. which I don't I don't know in today's NFL that probably isn't that much money. But uh, I was talking to this kid the other day, the season ticket holder for what him and his dad for a while, and uh, he I forget where he heard it, but the line was uh, to win a Super Bowl, everybody from the top down has got to be super, mm-hmm. and that's not happening. Mm-hmm. And the the question is, where is the the bleeding wound you know what what is the you know travis has not seemed to i know he's uh commonly talked about for other but he just has not seemed himself not focused not i don't know what do you uh yeah i mean you know what was the guy 38 years old though too like travis yeah i thought he was in his low 30s i thought he was maybe he is but you know still the the mileage on that guy he's played every game and, and they're playing i mean they've Essentially, with the playoffs of the last five years, that's a whole other season that this, these guys yeah. these guys have played too. Eventually, you get tired. Yeah, and um, he taught. Yeah, there was a quote from him not too long ago about uh, ten surgeries. Yeah, and how he still feels shit from each of those every single day. Absolutely, it's like, like damn. I mean, he's such a big target too. You know, like the, the, there's the, he's not sliding out of people's ways. He's getting. You know, lit, just yeah. lit up every single time that he isn't getting out of bounds. So um, I got no problem with Travis. Travis seems he still seems to care. There's, there's still emotion there. Yeah, of course. Um, 
you know, like that. Like I, I read today that 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 uh, that Rashi Rice, that the longest you know play of our of our season, uh, it was the wrong route. You know, he saw something, <laughs> but intentionally wrong route. Okay, guess, okay. But, but still, like, I, I I think there's something to be said for for you know Matt Nagy, uh, and these these play calls. Like, it, it I liked not. Nagy so much when he was back last year, and he was always like. Him and Mahomes seemed like bros on the sideline. I don't know if you need that. I don't. I don't know if you need. I, I mean, like all my coaches growing up, like I, I, I didn't like a single one of them. I respected them, but like I don't know if you need to be buddies with your guys. I, I think you have a good cop, and, and and there's no better good cop than than you know Big Red. You, uh, there, I think there was something to be said for for the enemy for whatever uh, you know Knoxer was on the guy. I think you need somebody to be the bad guy and and, and to hold these guys accountable. There's no accountability for here. Like that's that I, that that's I can the see. wound. I think yeah. perhaps yeah. this cat was theorizing that Andy might be slowly checking out. I don't know, I don't know about that either, man. Like I, I don't see that, but uh, um, I do think that there needs to be. Um, you know, whoever the mean parent is, right? Somebody needs to do it, and somebody needs to hold these guys accountable. And, um, you know, from where we've come from, as you know, chief fans, what a what a great problem to have, you know? Yeah, we, we could throw uh, you know me up there with uh, Sean Payton and Jamar Chase. <laughs> what the fuck are you bitching about? Ah, like, you know? I know. And I'd still wouldn't want to play us in the playoffs. You know, I still wouldn't the de- with the defense. And if we could get healthy, I still wouldn't want to play us. I mean, we have the defense, and I think mostly we're he- as healthy as one could expect. Seventeen weeks in. Well, I mean, when you're going into you know week seventeen, yeah. with one running back. I don't think that's well. I mean, both of them were uh, going into Sunday. Pacheco had concussion shit, and, mm-hmm. and Ceh had the flu or something. I don't something know. They didn't say a virus or something. But yeah, uh, illness, illness, illness. Right. Um, so are we? You know. Yeah, I mean, I don't want P. Ryan to be, no disrespect to P. Ryan, but I don't want him to be our, you know, number two back. Um, oh, okay, okay. Uh, but, you know, we want Jet out there for the run. And um, What do you keep, think keep, about the, the playoffs, though? Are we, can we, can we get there? Or is it well, just we're not? We're, we're no, I know, but I mean, can we get the thing done? Or is it just, is it sure. already a, a sure. fact that it is not our year? Sure. Sure. I mean, it's the baseball adage, man. You just make the playoffs. Anything can happen, and right. and and you always win somebody else's Super Bowl. That's you know, right. You That's don't. Right. You don't. You don't win your Super yeah. Bowl. You, you know, we won the 49ers Super yeah. Bowl. You know, and Tampa Bay won ours. And um, you, you don't win your own Super Bowl. And Baltimore, until they can prove they can do anything in the playoffs with with this team, I I know that they've done it in the past, but you know. Joe Flacco plays for the Browns now. Yeah, so yeah, he looks incredible. What you see him falling asleep on the on the fucking? <laughs> That's the most relatable no. shit I've ever seen. No, they're he's just falling asleep. He's playing in the late game, and he's over there nodding off on the sideline. Wow. It's like the most relatable thing I've ever seen. In and then, I, I didn't see, I haven't seen a single snap. He's but I've read. You know, well, he's, he's still got it. He's still got that. He's still a downfield threat. You know. Wow. That's he was crazy. always he's always a game manager. They always called him a game manager. I was like, what kind of game manager is fucking chucking him 65, <laughs> 70 yards in the air? Oh my god. Um Yeah, Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, it just this one has been like rough I, because I didn't expect to have any sort of feeling like our window might be closing. 
I, I just think that, you know, that it's this year. I don't think it's the window. Okay. I think, yeah. I think we had a bad year. Yeah. And, and, and I, I think Veach will overcorrect like he, like he has. And until they show me, you know, until we have, we, we don't lose, you know, we don't win the West. We, we, we have consecutive bad seasons. Not that this can really be even quantified as a bad right. season under any scope of the word. Uh, until I see that over a period of two or three seasons, I'm I'm just gonna be like, well, we'll, we'll try again next year, right? And and um, you know, you just see. I mean, look at Philly. Like, what, what the? the what I is mean, going on I've, there? I've, I misspoke earlier when I did not include Nick Sirianni oh, as. Yeah, fuck yeah. Holy shit! Did you see the clip of him oh, yeah. coming through the Chiefs tunnel? Oh yeah. Oh, here you know, Chiefs or something. Yeah, yeah just. And yeah. then the Super Bowl just. What? Yeah. What? What Come are you on, buddy. Yeah. Come on, man. Oh boy! But our Royals are making moves. I mean, I I know it's probably because they want the public behind them for this stadium. But I don't give a fuck. You know, it, summers are better in Kansas City when the Royals are for competitive. sure. Now, do you have a a, a stance on ballpark stuff? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I love the K. I I think it's great. Um, but uh, I would like to see some sort of. I've seen what you know downtown baseball does in other communities and. As you know, a person whose livelihood is in downtown Kansas City, I am one million percent for it. Okay, um, but I also have resigned the fact that uh, billionaires usually do what billionaires want to do, uh, and they're going to figure out a way to move it. So where's it going to land? You know, I think that's the most important thing. Move it. Well, they're going to the they're going to play baseball somewhere else in ten years. Like we're not not necessarily move the team, right? But, but right. They, but they're going to but they're going to they're going to have a different stadium be it um, downtown or elsewhere yeah be it downtown i don't think north of the river is is really an, an option i i it's I, I, folks have said that it comes up though right it does but i, I think logistically that that it's it, it won't work with the sales tax that they want to that they want to put there oh and, and then and then i think his big thing is entertainment district right like that's how they make the money is whatever the accoutrements are around the stadium um and you know I've never been a big fan of uh, of power and light, and so I would love for something to come and just you know kind of outpower the power and light. You know, <laughs> like fuck those guys, You're right? Man. Fuck them, fuck all of that. Oh man. Um. So, yeah, you know, if I would like to see it stay in Jackson County, um, but you know, not come to KCK. We'd love to have you. Sure. Yeah. It's, so uh, then, with the you know. What do I mean? The K gets raised, and, unfortunately, yeah. And then what with and, that spot? Then it becomes you know all you Chiefs, Veach world, you know, Buzzard Veach. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what they what they do, but it becomes it becomes a destination what they've been talking about for 50, 60 years and never developed. Which is what? No disrespect to that Denny's and you know Christian Fellowship Athlete Hall of Fame. <laughs> But uh, and there's a, uh, what's the hotel? That's like that's like had the water park in it. It's yeah, like all yeah. boarded up now. Like, oh, there are people staying there. Damn, <laughs> I'd rather just sleep yeah. right here in my chair. Yeah, I'll just barely just crash over here. <laughs> oh my god! So what? Hotels and restaurants? Yeah, and sure, sure, all the above. You know, uh, right there. I, I, yeah, I mean, it, it, they have it in, in other cities, but you know, I mean, Dallas is well outside of town. Um, same with uh, the Super Bowl last year's in Glendale. Like that's not so, near Phoenix is spread out. But like now, if okay, let's so so then you do that, and and your folks, your attendees are coming from 
Casey Mo, KCK, uh, Joko, Rayton, you know, all the areas right around are, is, uh, so we're just going to go out here early and get some to eat there and drink and then cruise over to the stadium, that kind of thing. Or yeah. Yeah. Then, and you do, you know, concerts and, um, you know, excuse me, the big concerts you do, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't think it, it could be, you know, uh, a three sixty five draw, uh, right now or anytime soon, but there's no reason why it couldn't be, you know, five, six, seven years after development that that all couldn't be mixed use housing. Um, you know, I, I see all these things out like in Parkville and where they're, you know, these apartment complexes, like where the new char bar is mm-hmm. out, like, like you've been up there. I have, okay. my, my buddy lives, uh, out at Lake Wacomus. Um, and, uh, we have Thursday mandates. Um, you know, he comes down here, uh, you know, and then next week I'll go up there, but there's a little brewery up there called Boho. Shout out to Boho. They're killing it. Um, and, uh, I just really like see a lot of value in these mixed use spaces that are specially staffed with, you know, local fl- flair and they're not just, you know, TGI Fridays or whatever, you know, you can put their El Chirinos or whatever it may be. Um, I just think it's really cool, and uh, I, I think with rising housing cost and the way young people view um, buying homes and and how they save for the future, let me speak for young people now. Um, that that's like that's the future, right? Like that's that's something that's affordable and attainable, and um, kind of the next wave of what I see how. Um, these people spend their twenties and thirties, you know, they're, they're not getting married. They're, they're not wanting to have children. Um, and not, not they're not, not buying houses. Well, I can't afford them. Yeah. You know, I mean, Shit. I think it's not cause I don't want to, it's cause you know, I, we bought ours during, um, uh, during the pandemic and we must've looked at it like five or six houses. And I was like, you know, every time, like, you know, you fall in love with a house or something. And before you can even put an offer in, it was bought. And yeah. Then you see it up for, you know, up for rent, you know, two months later. And it was just like, it was heartbreaking. And, uh, you know, the, when we bought our house, like I told my wife, I was like, you know, if we don't get this house, then we're just going to chill until things come back to normal. And I'm, well, I'm grateful we got that house cause we love it. But two, I'm, I'm glad that she like really like forced me to do it. I, I didn't think it was a good idea, but if we would have waited another three years, like our house has gone up I'm like 45% in value and you know, almost three years. Wow. And, and, and nothing's changed, but you know, my white ass fucking moving in there. Like there's no, nothing's better <laughs> about the neighborhood. If anything, it's gone down uh, a few, you know, but, but I'm, I'm so grateful that, you know, she really kind of, um, held my feet to the fire. Like, yeah. you know, we, we, we need to get a home when you get it now. We, we were living in a place and the guy kept saying he was going to sell it to us. And, and, and I think maybe someday he would have, but you know, it wasn't that day. So, right. Um, yeah, I'm glad we got that place. It, it's cool, you know, and, and and I love it over there. Like, grocery stores are good, food's good. Um, it, it's fun. So the boy turned 21 in October mm-hmm. and is a junior That's at right. KU. That's right. Yeah. And living in Larryville. Yeah, yeah. He's um he's living over right off campus, like right where GSP um used to be. Um. It's a Jayhawk Apartments, I think. Okay. Um, but he lives, like, uh, with six other dudes. No like, shit. Yeah, it's like this, like, weird quad thing they have. Like, a quad's not the right word. But there's like, a, there's, like, a shared bathroom between two bedrooms, and then there's, like, a kitchen, and then there's, like, 
two or three communal spaces and there's three of those uh two bathroom um or uh, two bedroom one bathroom situations throughout the the space okay um but it's a lot. Like, I mean, it's a. I mean, six boys at that age. Like, yuck. And I and I try to talk him out of him. But but to his credit, he stayed his freshman year in the dorms, uh, and then the last two years, uh, he's been living with these dudes. Um, and then him and his girlfriend are gonna move in together next year. Okay. They've How been, long has she been in the picture? I mean, he's had two girlfriends his entire life. Like, uh, and she, they've been together essentially since like the first month of his freshman year. She's, oh wow. She's rad. She's so rad. She's From Casey K. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, she's she's great. Couldn't couldn't be more proud of. Now she of them. and you both will go into this home where all these boys live. I don't. You don't go in there. Fuck no. Not once. No, I I make him. I'll get the groceries and stuff and give him a hug. And I, no, I've been in there, you know, a handful of times. It's, is it gross? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But does she go in there? Uh, I think they probably spend more time at, at, her place. at her place than they do there. But like you know, like his little bedroom is fine; it's it's clean enough, sure. and his little and his little bathroom is fine. But the rest, of the communal spaces are just you know nondescript hepatitis waiting. God around. Like blessed. It's, it's I mean I wouldn't. Who are them. these dudes? I mean they're just other you know kids. Uh, some lot most of them from uh, from Kansas City. I think there's one kid from Lawrence. Um, but just dudes he knew throughout. Okay. Because uh, he he was going to Blue Valley for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he he kind of started you know. Um, taking people for granted, uh, taking his, his mom and his stepdad and kind of getting an attitude. So he came and stayed with uh, Tara and I, and we sent him to East. Yeah. So, I mean, he went from, you know, the most posh school in the district to, without a doubt, the poorest. Right. And, uh, you know, kind of just learned some some humbleness and, and, and how other people live and uh, what it can be like if you don't take advantage of these situations and these opportunities that you're given. And, uh, I mean... I think it was rough, and then obviously COVID happened, but uh, I, I think he learned those lessons pretty quickly. So he has kind of a, a large uh, swath of, of friend groups, yeah, um, which is good. I, I, I don't know how these kids, you know, their, their commonality seems to be— That's why I was curious. What, what games they're playing, you know, like what, what they're playing online seems to be their most—the uh, thread that, that binds. Wow. Um, but— uh, you know, he's he's a he's a boy. You know, like if you're friends when you're ten, you're friends when you're a hundred. You know, right. like it's just right. <laughs> so, I, I'm grateful that he's got some. You know, a, a strong core friendship group. But I'm but I'm more grateful that he's got this this uh, young woman who really kind of keeps his you know cool head on, head on straight and like kind of holds him accountable. And now, did you have you had a, a beverage with him since he turned twenty one? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, we went out for their birthday and and we had some wine. Um. He's not a big drinker though, okay. which I, which I'm grateful for. Yeah, he comes from a long line of drinkers. Yeah. so like I'm, I, you know, and I, I talk to him about about everything. You know that, uh, you know, you, you you're 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 predisposed to this shit, man. So like you really need to be minding it and, yeah. and watching it. Like I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, but uh, just know that you know you you come from a long line of drinkers, and and a lot of it hasn't been very good, uh, my own life included. So um, I'll know, be having that conversation too yeah but he likes reefer you know yeah uh I, I don't have a big problem with reefer especially you know i mean the thing is that it's illegal uh in kansas um but uh you know he seems to prefer that and uh i'm grateful for that um chill and, yeah yeah exactly you know eat too many doritos <laughs> but it's better than you know getting getting drunk but you know he, I don't know if, if if you have uh many friends with, within this age group but like it seems like these these kids now don't want to drive which seems to be very very strange to me 
Like it just, I mean, I know I'm in their twenties. Yeah. Or yeah. Teen, late teens, early twenties. Oh. Like they oh. like seem to have no interest in driving. That's the ticket to freedom, baby. Of course, of course it is. But it, it doesn't. It doesn't seem. It seems to be that their idea of freedom is 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 defined a different way. Oh wow. Uh, I don't understand it, but he really seems to have this. Uh, I don't know if fear is the right word, but definitely some apprehension about driving. <laughs> and and his stepdad, bless his heart, wants to give him this freaking V8 charger thing. I was like, I don't, I don't know where to do that, man. Like, like I think they would get like a little four banger. Yeah. Know, like yeah. something <clears throat> hybrid. <laughs> um, I do. I don't, I can't say specifically that I've noticed that about uh, any particular age group, but I do feel like I never used to like, uh, Alex who was at a uh, racial brawl chiefs game with us, Jason and Alex, of course. Yeah, yeah. Alex got his like college, whatever, um, uh, he didn't get a driver's license until he was like 43. Good Lord, really? It's, and he was the only person I had ever met in my whole life. And now it's more like, in fact, a gal that came and did an episode, we'd went through all the steps and at the very tail end, she was like, by the way, can you pick me up or cover my Uber? I don't drive. And I was like, uh, yeah. And, I, and once we were on the way home from having done it, I was like, so. What's that about? And she's like, I'm afraid I'm going to smash into people. And I was like, that's a good reason to stay. But yeah, is that really? like a, How, how much bandwidth is that fear consuming? And where did it come from? Yeah, yeah. What's the, what's the root of that? Yeah, I don't know. But, huh. Like you said, like, you know, I mean, that was. That was windows that was down. Like, yeah, windows down, heater on. You know, fall. <laughs> listen to music too loud. Huh. Um, so his, those, the Blue Valley folk, are they still, what's the town they were in? Uh, when he was, they moved, he was, they moved out south. No, it was fucking practically to Oklahoma. Right. 175th something, whatever. Are they still out there though? No, no, they moved back to Lawrence. Um, really? Yeah. Which is, which is awesome. Oh. So now he can like go over there and do his laundry, get a, you know, home cooked meal. He's got a, Little brother and little sister. Uh, you say back them. to Lawrence. They lived in Lawrence before. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, originally, um, that's where they. Well, they met up here. Um, he he's from Lawrence. Okay. Um, was a year or two younger than me in high school. Um, I didn't know him because I was an asshole. <laughs> uh, but he's such a good dude. Um, and then they've been there for probably. Five, six years. Oh, okay, ago. okay. So, does so, so does he? Can he come? Can he get to KC to hang out with you, or do you always? He comes to, with his girlfriend quite a bit. She I, has I a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. she drives. She, okay, yeah, she's she's in charge. She's she's doing things. Nice. She, she has no fear of crashing <laughs> into people. Uh, but yeah, so she he comes up with her, and then he's got you know buddies. That, like I said, they're all from Kansas City. Majority right. of them from Kansas City. So he catches a ride with them, and then majority I go down there, which is nice because you know go to Love Garden. Yep. Go to the brewery. Um, How weird was that Josie Records thing, man? Oh, that I that I just missed you. I literally was like, yeah. I ordered you know three hundred yeah. stickers, and they came and sat here. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. And one day I took like 50 to 7th Heaven and 50 to blah, blah, blah. And just yeah. that day I went to three spots and Josie was one of them. And, yeah. and she was like, yeah, just right there. That's cool. And I talked to her about some other shit, bought that T-shirt. And then 90 <laughs> minutes later, I was like, whoa. I was like, I know that dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thanks for being here. Yeah, uh, I really appreciate it. Um, 
in, uh, as I mentioned, May of 22, you were kind enough to come and, and, uh, record episode 14 with me. And, uh, uh, if all goes well, this will be the Fox 101. Nice. Yeah. Love that. Um, and I, I'm not trying to be any kind of way or weird you out or anything, but I, I've been surprised how many times people are like, so what's been the best episode or what's one of your favorite episodes? And I'm like, what a, it's kind of a weird thing to ask because if anybody else that was on mm-hmm. hears me not say theirs, they're going to be like, Hey, you know, yeah. um, but I, I laughed so much oh, the first time you came yeah. and, and your list was so great and it was a lot of fun. Um, Thank you. We have we have a good time. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so that was, uh, you know, I, I got I got five records everybody should listen to. Kind yeah. of your kind of list, and and uh, we've been trying to get together to talk, inspect a deck, mm-hmm. and um, what was the you got ill? What do you had a combo of? Well, I, I think I probably had covid or i definitely had covid but it it manifested into whatever that uh bronchial uh for like a month note. dude it was longer than that okay i was i was sick from i was sick the first cheese game um my buddy uh, one of my buddy's house and I, I wasn't feeling good but we'd had like two fantasy football drafts that week like mm. a birthday party mm. then as the cheese game i was like man you're just you know a 97 year old man that's treating his body like shit and that's why you don't feel good and I woke up that morning, and my son and I were supposed to go to Denver to see uh, Wu Tang, actually, and, and run the Jewels, um, Deltron Thirty Thirty. Uh, mm. And uh, I had to call him and just be like, "Bro, I I I I, I can't go. I'm so sorry." And he, you know, he's a sweet kid and understood. But then it was like next six, seven weeks. Like I just did. I was out, just sick. I, I mean, I'd go to work, try to stay away from people, but man, it it sucked. It, That's, was, it sounded like it sucked. And at one point, you said. Um... You were coughing up goop, meaning the Gwyneth Paltrow line and not phlegm. Yeah. And I was like, what? You know about goop? <laughs> no, what is it? That's what she had. That's like her line of, uh, of uh, apothecary sundries. Okay. Like the vagina scented candle, like her vagina. Oh, yeah. I would, yeah. I think it'd be better if it was just like vagina scented. Right. Not, not Gwyneth's vagina. <laughs> uh, leave, paint, paint, paint with broader strips. Leave, some, <laughs> leave something to my imagination, yeah. goddammit. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's, it sounded. Like it's it brutal, dude. Yeah. Ugh. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's just. I know that kids are always, you know, vehicles for germs from one household to the next, and and vice versa. But I mean, like I said, we we played so much basketball this weekend, yeah. and of course, and Sam, there was all Sam, you know, uh, bookends to New Year's Eve, and yeah. so like the whole same group of kids were up late and outside and with their parents yeah so we go this marathon day yesterday and then my daughter was up till like five in the morning puking oh no and uh another boy that was there all day yesterday is homesick and my son's got a sore throat and it's just like i don't know and this is maybe maybe it's different because when we were kids you know it was like in person and landline was really all there was. So you mm-hmm. find out shit a lot slower. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I heard facts about eight different households, you sure. know, while the sun was out today. And yeah. it's like, is that, is that it? Just, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like, but it makes, it makes it feel like when shit's going around and people are sick, it makes it feel more magnified almost. Agreed. I don't know. It's odd. Yeah. I mean, 
things just generally seem heavier. I don't know, you know, with, for with, sure. With, you know, access to all information at all times. Like, I, I don't think we're equipped emotionally to handle the sheer amount of information that you're just fucking bombarded with constantly and, and choose to, you know. That's why I like reading, you know, and that's why I like listening to records because it's a singular thing in a world that has no singular things. Do you think, I, and I, I fully agree with everything you just said, but do you think that there are folks that are either older than us or not as engaged in the exchange of information or perhaps both that would say bullshit to that? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Because it my feels experience. like that. Yeah, it's just my experience. It feels like things are emotionally heavy, like you mentioned, but also kind of keep it to yourself. Like, sure. don't bother. Yeah. yeah, rub some dirt on it. <laughs> fucking grow up, you pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Right. <laughs> Still going to be sad all the time. <laughs> um, a long time ago, we uh, talked about getting you back here to talk, to possibly talk some Wu-Tang. Yeah. Uh, and you reminded me of the tattoo. Yeah. Which you got in 1994. 1994. Yeah. Um, uh, what? Yeah. Like, how did you know about them so much enough that you were invested in some ink? My brother brought a tape back from New York, uh, which I'm sure was a bootleg at the time, but I didn't even know what that term was. Uh, and just their, I mean, like, you know, their sampling of those early Kung Fu movies was like my shit. It was like one of my only, uh, like my, my dad gave me a name. He taught me how to make chili and we watched Kung Fu together. That's like, <laughs> that's like the holy trinity of my father and I's relationship. So Damn. like, it just, uh, like that, it just really spoke to me. And then, you know, if you if you if you listen to that shit like that that record's good you know thirty not good it, the record's incredible it, was it thirty six chambers, 36 chambers. Oh, oh, he had a bootleg copy of it yeah. before it was that okay yeah, okay yeah so you when we uh, it must have been when we got to Liquid Swords on your yeah uh, and I think around that part of the conversation you were like are you watching any kung fu movies with your kids and I didn't like like I kind of understood the root of asking. Um, but at the time I had only listened to, um, 36 chambers and liquid swords yeah. and had no, but since then I've listened to all the Wu-Tang studio and now inspected deck. And so literally on my notes was to bring up the fact that you brought up Kung Fu yeah. and starting to listen to his shit. It's like saturated. Yeah. And so I, 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 I don't get it like where, like you, so you and your dad, Mm -hmm. Watch. He was into kung fu movies. Well, there was this thing on on USA, I believe. It was like Sunday afternoon. It was called Kung Fu Theater. Yeah. Yes. Um, remember Kung Fu yeah. Theater? Uh -huh. Yeah. I mean, I can still see like, the graphic on it and everything. And and Sunday was the day I'd always get handed back off. So like the thing that I remember most, like it was like our one of the if the only ritual that we had, and we would just watch, you know, Sunday afternoon uh, kung fu theater, and then you know I'd get. Taken take, back to mom's. Taken to a Hardee's or something where they would drop me back off. Okay, you know? a Hardee's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hot ham and cheese, <laughs> yeah. curly fries. Fucking yeah. Hardee's. Remember <laughs> when they were trying to do like everything? They had like roast beef, they had like fried chicken. Yeah. Well, they also had this big taco, which was like just a big taco. No, they did not. I swear to God, man. Like it was like a football-sized taco and it, you know, just unedible. You couldn't eat it. It just turned into taco salad when you take one oh, bite. Sure, of course. But I but I get Cuz they fried the those yeah. shells up, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. two seasons ago. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh I took my kids. I was talking to since you were here last. Uh I was like, "You guys, we got to 
go to Hardee's. They've never been. <laughs> <clears throat> so we went to one, I don't know, like 100 third and Metcalf or somewhere out there, wherever the only one is, I think. And uh, like every single, I was like, get, you know, yeah. sandwich and fry. And then it was, when it, when I was placing my order was when I became like really aware of what the ticket was going to be. Yeah. And so I started like looking at what they had ordered and then she punched in my sandwich and it was like seven seventy nine or some shit for a fucking ham and cheese. I was like, what, what? Yeah. is happening? Yeah. And it was, I do, you know, the food was okay. It didn't sure, taste Hardy's. like yesterday. Yeah. Uh, nostalgia wise. Um, but, and it did the, the whole experience felt different. Like they were friendlier and they, maybe they brought shit. I don't know. But I, <laughs> but I was like, this is not what Hardy's was. Yeah. It's anyway. Uh, it Hardy's was, was definitely like the more gruff older brother to McDonald. Whatever the cheerful grimace yeah. hamburger bullshit was, Hardy's yeah. was none of that shit. No, man. Hardy's no. was like, fucking eat it or don't. Yeah, man. like we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um. So when we were talking about doing this, though, um. Okay, so kung fu. So that was that's a memory for you. What what do you suppose is? Did you grow up knowing kids that also watch kung fu and and not really? No. And so where does where how does it wind up in the Wu Tang fabric? Do you think? I think they did. Okay, they they grew up idolizing you know kung fu movies and uh, you know there was this tape culture, uh, skateboarders, uh, the the original uh, jackass shit. uh, Yeah, can't, can't kill yourself. Um, there was this, there was this really cool tape culture that was going around like in the, in the, you know, early nineties, late eighties where people would, would pass shit around. Cause like, you know, Blockbuster wasn't carrying, right. you know, animal chin or whatever it yeah. is. So I think that was, uh, something that happened, especially with like, with poor kids or, you know, not, not maybe not necessarily poor, but you know, not well to do young people. Uh, there was this, uh, this sort of, you know, cool factor, about you know what you had and what you had to share and i think uh a lot of those like you know like early like killer eg the killer uh, uh early jackie chan stuff uh would definitely fell in that uh, in those categories where you know it was sort of just um you know for lack of a better term just cool man yeah it was just it was there was, it was kind of there was some status to it and uh just you know weird stuff that you weren't going to see anywhere else yeah so i tape culture i think is definitely besides you know my father and uh you know kung fu theater like i i think that just having something or seeing something that nobody else did you know and that's like when face the death yeah and that stuff was out there you know which was never my bag of tea but definitely fell under that umbrella of like look what i have uh this is wild um i think that's where it kind of came for me and then i just thought they were cool you know like i just they're they're entertaining um you know, uh, there are a lot of those storylines are, you know, millennia. They're, they're right. They're just, you know, they're, they're ancient tales that have just been retold, you know, a hundred different ways. Um, so Kill Bill. Incredible. Okay. But I mean, it's, I'm not a Tarantino guy either. Like a I mean, nod a, and a a, a a mocking at the same time, or well, a no? satire. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any mocking. I think it's. I think it's. It's truly an homage. I mean, to, but like 
Palme with his every time you know he's doing the yeah beard that's spot on man and the no it of course it is I mean, it, it, I mean it's it, but it, it's it, homage a hundred percent I I I don't know I mean I I can't speak for the dude but no uh, I know but, but for but, you but yeah I think okay. so I think it's a love letter to to kung fu movies okay that, interesting uh in 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 the only way that he knew how like I think it's I think it, a lot of that stuff is like frame for frame homages yeah. to to these original. Uh, you know, karate kung fu movies. Well, when I was making my way through the Wu Tang studio albums, um, which, by the way, uh, you know, even now, Thirty Six Chambers just doesn't doesn't do much for me. Really? Yeah, wow. and I like uh, two or three of them other other records a lot better. Um, but it was just it just kept coming up, you know, mm -hmm. kung fu, and then little clips, mm -hmm. and then I got to the last one, Once Upon a Time in Shaolin, mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, well let's let's dig this guy up and have a listen, and I was like, wait, mm -hmm. what? They made one, mm -hmm. and so it's some dude has it, and mm -hmm. just that's the end. <laughs> it's fucking that's, insane. That's the Martin Skrillex, right? The, uh, the pharma, pharma bro. He's the yeah, the, yes. Yeah, the, bought it and then maybe sold it. I don't know. Yeah, or, or I, I don't know. Maybe he did sell it or something. I, I, I that whole thing just seemed more. Uh, and I don't even know if that was really a Wu Tang record. It was kind of like a Jizza. Oh, really? Well, I mean, in name. Yes. You know, okay. Or, 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 okay. Wu Tang in, in name, but uh, yeah, I think that was probably more of um, you know a publicity stunt than anything. I've looked it up a bunch of times, but I can't. I still. It, I, I'm not retaining it. Shaolin meaning of? Do you know? Is it a like a a, a place or the Sha made up thing. Shaolin, I, I believe, is a is a, a temple of Buddhist monks. And okay, I think you might be right. Yeah. And Shaolin was uh, their home uh, temple, um, and that this was a certain sect of warrior monks. Okay. What a weird notion! Like a right. holy man that could also easily kill you. Sure, but I mean, like, what's the oldest reason for war? Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Know, just cut out the middleman, you know? <laughs> just, just fucking make your... Um, so when we were talking uh, a, a number of times, uh, you referred to him as the rebel INS, mm -hmm. uh, which is, I'm not familiar with that. I think it's just another non de plume, you know? That's okay. just something that he, that he would call himself uh, Raleigh Fingers, I think was another... Fucking you know, Brewer's yeah. mustache yeah, guy, right. really? Yeah, yeah. So they <laughs> all awesome. they, they all had like those like Tony Stark, you know, and you know they all had uh, a, a, an alias that they would uh, call themselves, and and Raleigh Fingers was his. Nice, yeah. That's fucking. He was always like easily in my top five baseball card favorites. Oh, sure. oh yeah, yeah. Just so let, the mustache. Every alone. time you get you see another one or get yeah. another one, it's like hey, every oh, time. Yeah. Every now back then, I'm thinking that he's doing it every day, but it's like pictures are taken once a year. Sure. But I mean, you see oh, game yeah. footage, and he's almost always got it. That's a good way to get a little wax. That had ball, to. You know? yeah. that's, that's, <laughs> no shit. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow. Um, I think you also said uh, you called him the best MC in the group. Yeah, I mean, I was drinking a lot that day, but, <laughs> but no, I I would agree with that. I I think he is one of those like I think he's like uh you know like MF Doom. I think he's like an MC's MC. Um, you know, in that Thirty Six Chambers record, he's featured as much as anybody. Okay. Um, the you know Protect Your Neck. He he starts. He's the first verse. Like like that. Uh, uh, life is a shorty shouldn't be so rough. Uh. 
and then and you know the, the W, uh, their second record, um, I believe it's the W. I think so. Yeah. Uh, but he does try, that. That record's incredible. That's like that was like a double record. There's no there's no radio singles on that like thing at all. And Triumph is like the closest he could, and like that that got no radio play. And he's again the first MC um, on that track uh, that uh, uh, you know he writes. Socrates philosophy, you know, like, which, which seems pretty, pretty straightforward, but you know, he's rhyming shit that nobody else is rhyming. Hmm. You know, he's not, you know, Bacardi party, right. party <laughs> smarty, uh, you know, he, he's, 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 he is a lyricist through and through. Um, and I think that that shines now, like in the czar face stuff. Like, I don't know if you've gotten into any of that. I but, just learned getting, getting ready for this. I was like, Oh, there's a whole other, I mean, he's got way more, I think he's got way more records in the Czarface umbrella than he does just Maybe. as himself. You know? Maybe, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, you know, his solo records were that uh, uncontrolled substance. The first one is great. It's um, it's it's truly one of my favorite. Uh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's wonderful. He grew up and went to school with Method, Raekwon, and Ghostface Killa. They're all um, from Staten. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh, this this apparently was delayed for four years due to a flood in Riz's basement. Yeah, I think all um, the beats. RZA had all the beats. Yeah, on the, and that same and the uh, the methods uh, first record got lost too. That's why that that record to Cow sounds so lo-fi. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's really it doesn't sound anything like any other Woo record. It's real real grainy and um, you know the beats are really stripped down. Um, you don't think Thirty Six Chambers sounds grainy and stripped down? I think it sounds different. I don't. I think it sounds. I think it's a very well produced record. Um, I, I think that I love Takao. I think it's. I think it's a great record. But it's, it's. It's like a. You know. It's like a smoking weed record. It's not. You know. Um, it's a party record. Uh, sure. Uh, I think. You know. To to an extent. Yeah. Thirty six chambers definitely has. You know. First time out the block vibes. But I think it's a, I think it's a pretty well produced. Sure. One. But that 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 it doesn't that first Method Man record doesn't sound anything like any other record that Riz has been part of. Now, when you um, when we were kids, and and I guess maybe even a, for a portion of our parenthood, I don't know. Uh, but you go out to eat, paper kids menu crayons, and there's like a picture of a tree, and it's a Mm-hmm. connect you know follow the numbers mm-hmm. um is there some kind of visible so you get you get uh this bootleg copy of your brother brings this tape mm-hmm. uh, and, and that's your introduction mm-hmm. is there a, a visible path that you followed across there All, i mean as as they released them i was there you know i mean whatever friday records were dropping we were we were skipping class and going get records and 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 was that the case with everybody's solo shit too or does that is that a later in life thing or no it was definitely solo the first the first like four or five you know the method man uh brooklyn zoo old dirty bastard uh liquid swords um you know cuban links um uh iron man you know those like those first five or six records yes and then it, and then it you know like anything i think it kind of jumped the shark and there, mm. was, there were all these you know this woo family umbrella um that you know 
really just monetarily i couldn't i couldn't afford dude right uh, i mean it's a, if 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 you put the woo and then everybody it's 80 records yeah, that's insane <laughs> and, and a lot of that i bet was in the first five years you know like i mean i bet a chunk 25 30 of those were first five ten years of 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 36 chambers um but yeah i mean like you know there was there was a lot of music going on um and while i love the woo like Sometimes you just had to listen to your buddy's records, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? So 17 tracks, 66 minutes for this one, 1999. Uh, is, was this one, was this pre-Shark Jump? Did you hear this relatively soon after it came out? Or um, No, you know, I definitely I was an Inspector Deck fan, uh, mostly because the, the Woo looked like an E. Didn't even notice that. So you know, that's, that? no, I, that, I don't have any tattoo remorse. Because I think all tattoos are say something about you know your life. Now, is there some that. kind of dot to be connected with the woo looking like an E and the E's a three in your IG handle? No, that uh, that was just uh, like uh, somebody already had E double, so I just did a three. Okay, okay, so, all right. Well, you could have lied and made it well. a cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so relatively soon around the time that it comes out, you get a, give it a listen and yeah. And to me, this is, this is the best thing that he, he did as a solo artist by, by, by quite a mile. Okay. Uh, and then, like I said, like the, the, the czar face stuff. Oh, right. Right. With, uh, it's a esoteric and seven L there's a couple Boston dudes. Um, I don't even know how they linked up, Hmm. uh, uh, I, that stuff is you get you got to listen to it uh well i'm gonna add it to the list but you know, yeah sure fr- and it'll go freshly beneath uh the czar face uh tiny desk concert they did i didn't know they did I, I, I i think i think i'm saying i'm speaking correctly i mean like just came out oh wow and i've seen a couple clips and it's like oh fuck dude this i gotta go yeah. get the whole anyway oh, yeah are, are, do you dabble in those? I, yeah, yeah. I, I've been really uh, messing with that Scarface one. Like Scarface. Like that's, that's where I'm misspe- misspeaking. Yeah. Not Zarface. No, yeah. Scarf- Scarface. Oh, there it is. I see. Yes. No, yeah. Scar- Scarface, Houston, Texas. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, founding member of the Ghetto Boys. Uh, right. Uh, I, which I saw at uh, Hurricane. Uh, now when it was uh, Riot Room. Okay. Uh, they... They came with Willie D, like original lineup: Willie D, uh, Bushwick, uh, R.I.P. in peace, uh, <laughs> Scarface, um, and during the show, Scarface was just like, "I've been playing the guitar," and like plays like the full seven minute version of Hotel California, like right in the middle of a fucking Ghetto Boy show. Wow! And I was just like, "What the fuck is this?" It was like it was surreal, well, to, to say the least. Uh... So when you consume Tiny Desk, are you doing it with video or are you just, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. I mean, because that's a, you know, that's a thing. It's like sure. watching TV where it's like, if you're going to do it, you got to be engaged yeah. a little bit. Um, and, you know, they all seem, I mean, it's it's a vibe. Oh, absolutely. Uh, just the, the space, uh, the, the, everybody just, see, every time I see a little clip of one of those, the folks all seem so stoked to be there and be and and not, that was absolutely the case with that with that one. A hundred percent. First, what a what a great idea, and now I think that there's been enough of them that are you know like the Roots one, sick. The Mac Miller one, like and it's not even the hip hop ones, but like you know obviously I 
I still love hip hop so much. Uh, I think now that artists know like what a it's kind, it's kind of it's kind of a big deal. Like it's it, like it, the, it, uh, the Austin City Limits when it was sure. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's the it's a cool thing to do it if is. you can get there if you, and if be. You're, if you're being asked, you you you've, you've arrived. Yeah, and, yeah, and, exactly. And, and they're and they're you know putting their best foot forward, um, you know, and uh, it, you know nowadays it's no it's not so novel, but uh, you know, hip hop with with live instruments, you know incredible yeah it's absolutely incredible uh pete rocks on this one right Mm -hmm. Uh, he's you know not been a name that's really been on my radar much prior to the last year Mm -hmm. Uh, how long has he been oh he's oh gee man he you know he's 80s pete rock seal smooth um they they were uh you know in the early days of Yo, MTV Raps. I remember Pete Rock. Really? But, oh yeah, but uh, he he just uh, uh, you know well no premieres with um, he does stuff with uh, Zarface, but not so much um, Inspector Deck. But really became a, just a, a, a big time producer, um, and probably more well known for that. Okay, uh, then making his own point. shit. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, if you ask heads, like they're gonna, yeah, you know, everybody knows P. Rock, but like I think at this stage, yeah, he's probably better known as a as a producer. Mm. Hmm. Uh, four years later, twenty oh three, the movement, and I printed off the wrong image for this, but uh, so his debut was head and shoulders above everything. Yeah, I think he would say that you know this record probably wasn't what he wanted it to be um i mean there's some bangers on here um it uh, i thought it started slow but like five or six tracks in um uh substance is really uh unavoidable mm-hmm. um let's see here um I, I i thought it was crisper than substance fewer features which is interesting um track seven it's like that and then uh, track nine you want to be like i and then all of a sudden this is when he starts producing too okay that's not true but i think this is i mean he produced pretty much this whole record uh, or a lot of it and um uh, i think that was uh you know one of those things when you know a writer needs an editor right interesting Um, okay yeah yeah you don't want to produce your own yeah right yeah it's kind of Um, around uh, track 11 ish uh, I thought I was picking up uh, vibes uh, maybe some Jay-Z shit talking did I mishear that? possibly Uh, you know I I think I mean rapping and you know, shit talking other MCs goes together like Hardy's and hot ham and cheeses. You know, <laughs> well, so, said. So, so. well said. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if there's any any. I'm not aware of any, you know, ongoing hmm. strife between hmm. between the two of them. But yeah, I, I think that there probably was um, some good natured ribbing going on, especially being you know New Yorkers, right? Uh, resident patient. 2006, 18 tracks, 45 minutes. Um, I'm not sure if this is an official release or a mixtape or have you given it a listen i haven't heard this record in a while but okay I, it, it is a i'm, I'm pretty sure it's an official an release. official yeah okay um all I, all I want is mine it's a good track iou is a good track yeah this one has like a 
like uh, like more party anthems. Like mm. I, there's like some like a. Uh, uh, I, I never really loved the um, uh, the relationship, the, the the sex songs. You know, like every every album always had like one like you know song about the ladies. And no, I love the ladies. Yes, but it, they're the only reason we exist. I know. Fuck, just I, keep it off the record. I know. I thought about that when I was writing that down in, in, uh, the, in the last episode. Uh, one of the <clears throat> records for that guest was uh, 2001, Dr. Dre. Oh, yeah. And it's like there's a, a whole track where this gal is like desperate and goes to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you can't see him. He's busy. And she goes, hey, you can't go back there. She goes anyway. And it's just like. 55 seconds of really loud and, and I, I'm like cringe yeah yeah and also um who who fucks like that you know I don't know <laughs> not me <laughs> exactly exactly maybe I'm doing it wrong I, yeah, who knows? It's, a, who knows? it's a possibility over here but I mean it's just uh, never even not even no like uh my buddy comes over on Sundays and um uh after the kids go to bed we play we sports and uh-huh. kind of just yeah. have our same run. We'll do uh, a best of five tennis yeah. and then uh, nine holes of golf and yeah. then home run derby yeah. and hitting 10 out of 10 is incredible. Imp- it's impossible. Sure. We haven't done it. Yeah. Um, but it's like, you can just, you know, uh, hit 600 feet out of the parkers and most of them are four plus some are five and then if you don't connect on one it's like 71 feet and just (laughs) doesn't even look like it clears the infield yeah that's if everybody if everybody else is hitting 500 590 and 600 yeah i'm i'm hitting 71 i mean that's that's what it sounds like in my room that's right (laughs) i tell you about that time i got to go hit with the royals i don't think so through the bar uh it's like miller light in the bar um it was like one of the first years we were open and uh uh i got to go out there and you know they put us in the visitors locker room gave us our own jerseys and stuff cool Den- dennis leonard was throwing his bat in practice and she- oh my god the the whole experience like it's absolutely incredible like i didn't sleep the night before i was so nervous uh but they we went out there on the field and uh you know leo's throwing us batting practice essentially from the bump he, he's at the front of the bump but like he's he's there like you know we're getting the whole experience and wooden bats I, I don't know if i've ever hit with a wooden bat really I, can tell you that. I mean like batting cages sure but yeah. never in a game no uh so um he's throwing to us and and the first pitch i just i hit the shit out of this thing man I you did it. oh my god i hit it so fucking hard it it doesn't clear the infield <laughs> exactly S- second one hit even harder barely gets to the dirt in the infield uh and after that, like I've, I'm just excited, whatever. And and Leo's, I'm swinging too soon. Is what the thing is. He, he's telling me. He's like, "Hey, you're swinging too soon." And I'm like, just "Throw the ball, old man." <laughs> it's my day. Yeah. Uh, there's there's one more, and I hit it. And it goes right back. It hits the the the, the pitching cage. Uh, so the next one he throws, I bet it was only. 80 85 oh the fact, shit the fact that he could throw it that hard still but he throws it about six inches behind my head and like i mean i didn't shit myself but it's as scared as i've been wow in a long time. and i didn't move i was smart enough not to move but then after that i was just like all right 
next 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 next, guy, next man up but, that, but that's it you know like just i hit those balls so damn hard and they didn't clear the infield wow it's like it's that's that, crazy i mean that sweet spot is just uh-huh that uh-huh big. there's one spot on yeah, that and it a, just made me appreciate and it. the sound oh yeah is a head turner oh yeah you, you know? know oh yeah fucking crazy and then you know he's not you know he's not giving you any stuff oh no he's just oh he's lobbing it out yeah there. and oh, yeah. so then you know take it up 20 yeah. miles an hour and add stuff to it yeah what yeah. how in the fuck how, how are you doing that i just saw just the other day uh a, just a real quick clip of um somebody t- you know there's so much fucking Jordan shit going around, and then all of a sudden there's a bunch of Larry Bird shit going around. Like a lot of Larry Bird. Stuff. So much, so much. Maybe the algorithm just knows that I'm, you know, getting older and whiter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but like, there's also a Bo Jackson pocket. Yeah. And they're like, "You're the first to, you know, blah blah." And so, of all the things that you could do, what was the hardest and need hitting that baseball? Oh yeah, hitting a round object with a round object. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, let's see. Manifesto is that next? Yeah, yeah. It's a good record. Twenty ten, twenty tracks, sixty minutes. Um, they're all kind of about an hour long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I don't know. I think I guess that was probably more the norm back then. Right. Looks, and looks so young. I know. And now, uh, you think um, his counterparts of today are putting shit out that's longer? Or shorter, or I don't know. I don't even know if people make records anymore. Well, <laughs> there is that's the whole nah, next nah. set of questions is like, uh, you know, there's this weird to me, weird pocket of people that just you just know, singles, records, by, EPs, yeah. and it's like you're supposed to do that like every now and again, but sure. the record should be the go to. Yeah, I, I mean, that, that's the meal, right? I mean, like, that's that's how you, you know, you, you have a, a healthy. Uh, a meal is you and in, you ingest all of it you know you yeah get the, the brussels sprouts along with the, yeah with the you know the, the barbecue chicken yeah like you, you get it all and, and that that together makes it up if you if you're just constantly eating you know the protein like you're missing out on so much yeah. plus it's it's not healthy no so, no and you that's know the way i look at it and uh also uh, as much as I love and appreciate and I'm grateful for streaming, but um, physically having it and holding it and look, admiring the album art and reading yeah. the liner notes and maybe there's lyrics and maybe you, oh, so-and-so produce, I know that dude from such-and-such, you know, like that's all part of it too, right? 100%, 100% yeah. I mean, I think either... Yeah, you're either in two of the in one of those two camps anymore. Like either you know, even people that that were in in physical music, um, have just for ease and convenience have gone over to streaming. But I would like to think that they're still listening to records and right. not not just you know whatever the the single is or whatever the label is uh, is pumping out you, there. Yeah, yeah. So it's trying to convince you is 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 what's going to move this unit. But yeah, I mean for me, like I mean I'm. I'm still in a record store more than I'll admit on here because my wife might hear this. <laughs> so, but I, you know, I'm, I'm a frequent flyer. Um, and so he's doing, you know, he's kind of for three or four there uh, every couple of years, every few years, every four, and then like uh, 10 years really for. Between Cham- this and the last Chamber one. number nine. Yeah. 
2019, 13 tracks, 40 minutes. I thought it was good. I just what I, I guess uh, the the time off is because he is producing other shit. Or yeah, yeah I think he was he was producing uh, a lot of music then too. And then there's you know there's several Woo records in between there too, like at least two. Fair. And then Zarface shit. Well, right. Zarface has really been in the last five or six years, I would say. Okay. okay. They just put out a lot of content in it. Like I, I, I think that they realized pretty quick when that first record came out that they were that they had something oh. that, that was that was really, really cool. It's there's a lot of like uh like wrestling, um uh pop culture references. Really? Dude, it's so good. Really? It's so good. Okay. Shit. All right. Um so but this one Thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, like it feels, I don't think any, I think all these records are trying to re- recreate the first record. And, and I know I don't, I, you said this wasn't your, your favorite, but I, I think that. No, no, no. I like this a lot. Okay, good. Uh, it's 36 chambers that has never really re- resonated. Yeah. Really? Protect yeah. Your, protect your neck. No, no. I mean, it's like, if I want to listen to the, I'm going to listen to cream and then I'm kind of out. I think that's like one of the worst songs on there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because I just heard it, you know, seven million right, times. Exactly, exactly. No, I think that there was, I think that when you are part of a group that is, you know, groundbreaking and as uh, unique and incredible as the Woo was or is, um, I think that you, that there can be some letdowns when you go off and you make like you know solo records i mean no disrespect to andre's flute record but maybe that's what you do right maybe like you just go in such a different direction that Mm. you don't have to live in whatever the public is andre meaning outcast yeah big boy that that, did you listen to the fruit record no how old is it how long has it been around it's only been out for a month or two okay um but he's been like on a lot of other like new age and and records just and 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 hip-hop and uh uh, soul r&b whatever it may be rock he's done uh a lot of cameos like playing the flute like the man just like I don't know, like, good for him. We should all have poppies. Right. You know? I just, so why is, like, one of the five greatest MCs to ever live doesn't want to rap anymore? Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, now, uh, you know, uh, is it traditional sounding flute? You said, you know, new wave. That, that makes me think. I, I wish I knew what traditional sounding flute was. Uh, I don't. But I know he plays a bunch of different kinds of flutes. Seldom expected it, it sounds, to be heard alone. It sounds like uh, if you've ever done like reflexology or been in any sort of communal massage situation. That's like, exactly where I was going. Yeah, it's it, very, very, uh, you know, I, uh, to your me, esthetician's yeah. waiting room music. Okay. And, and, and I mean that in the sweetest way possible. It's yeah. just, it's just it, I don't have anywhere in my life that I would ever want to consume that type of music and i love instrumentals and sure. world music and yeah all different kinds of stuff it's just uh he made a record for him and i and good for him good for him for doing yeah. that I just, it just you know didn't really land with me but i do think there is something to be said when you are part of a group and trying to capture that same energy a lot of times it um you know it doesn't always land even if you are you know inspect a deck uh who is without a doubt like 
definitely an MC's MC. Like the man, nice. the man's a rhymer. So, um, record stores more often than you're willing to admit on here is does does going into those and you know digging, buying, look whatever. Does that scratch a hundred percent of your musical itch, or uh, are there other ways that you're getting information, checking stuff out, like? I listen to you know podcasts. My my buddy Blair's got a good one, <laughs> uh, but there's you know there's again uh, with all this information that we're pulling in, you you've got to uh, filter what what it is you're taking in uh, and what kind of information you're allowing your you know senses to be bombarded with. So I, I tried to keep it to things that you know my I try to keep my bonsai very you know well groomed. What I'm bringing nice. in is, is 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 really lighthearted sports without you know. Staying out of the comment section, just stay out of the comment section in general for anything. Anything right. you judge, just stay the fuck out of the comment section. Uh, music, uh, books, and movies—things uh, that you know give some levity and and uh, relief from you know the day to day grind. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I I, I I stream. I got Apple Music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, do you come across you know such and such guys posts that are like these are the best? 25 albums that came out this year uh or articles uh, do you or is it or is it all self-discovery i think it's it's if if it's not all self-discovery but i would say a a large chunk of of my my music that i find is is either from my kid uh, that he turns me on to because mm. I keep an open mind to him. He, he sends me like, um, you know, he'll send me like four or five tracks a week. Um, he's, you know, he's had finals, so I haven't seen any in a little while. He's taking a little bit of time off, but I mean, he, he sends me music. Um, and then I, I wouldn't say that there's one person that I go to, uh, to find like, like, you know, their, their top list. I, I haven't found anybody that I'm, you know, so, uh, in step with that, I'm like I, I gotta hear what this person's saying, but there's there's a there's several that I will listen to. Um, my problem with streaming um, though is is that if I can't get hooked like in that first like minute uh, of the f- whatever you know they say these are the you know because like on Apple they have like that little star yeah. next to it, so I'll listen to like those tracks. And if like I'll listen to you know whatever the two three songs they have the star on it, and if it doesn't catch me like within that first minute or two then i'm just i'm just you go to the star instead of starting with track one if it's somebody i'm not familiar with okay Um, interesting uh just just to kind of hear what it is because there's there's so much there's so much so you so if you're out and about and you pop into one of these joints and you're gonna make a purchase are you are you ever purchasing something by somebody you've never heard of prior to that yeah, when I, when I started building my collection, that's what I always do. I, I would I would I would get a record that's like uh, you know like a seminal like a like a, a keystone record, you know, uh, uh, you know, Tom Waits, uh, Rain Dogs, or you know, The Wall, or whatever it may be. The, these these seminal records and and that that are widely considered um, uh, works of art. And, and then I would get something like from my youth that I had on CD or a tape. Um, 
And then I'll get something that I have no idea because I know because I know some producer cut on it because I know, you know, who the horn player was or I know you're checking credits before you're buying. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, You know, and use records, they'll let you listen to. Yeah. But but a lot of I really like the 180 gram stuff. Uh, What does that mean? Just the weight, the record weight. Yeah. They they have like, you know, like uh, they're they're just the thicker record. Okay. And they make it's a bigger record. It'll, It'll just it's it's a sturdier record than. You know the the old uh, black, uh, which I think are eighty grams. So you know it's over twice as is as much material uh, vinyl um, in the record, and it's just a it's a sturdier product that will you know in theory last the the you know longer than me hopefully. Right. Um, Nothing. There's no variation in sound though. Mm-hmm. There is. Oh yeah. So are you only buying? the 180s well i mean I'll, I'll find if if i have the option between you know unless it's like a first print and i'm not really even like a first pressing guy like uh you know i have a couple records that are that are you know that way i have a 36 chamber that's first pressing um but uh the, i don't even like playing those a lot of times mm. um they they don't sound as, as as deep and as rich and a lot of times um i'm i'm consuming music through headphones so uh, I want that that warm sound. I just I just you know nothing sounds like vinyl, right? And I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that there's other ways to to uh, consume music because that would be silly. But it is my preferred method. I, I get like you said, liner notes and touching. Yeah, it's the best tangible now. Form. Have you um, generally speaking, if you've taken a chance on something that you were completely unfamiliar with, and then it turns out you don't really like it, do you keep it? Mm-hmm. Or okay, you don't. You're not getting rid of. Nah, that's things. That's, that's my wife and my kids. Okay, <laughs> they can deal with it. But I do put everything in Discogs so they can see what it's worth, and you know how, that's how I, I have my my collections alphabetized the way Discogs does. Well, I'm not. I know of that website, but I didn't know that there was interaction to be had. What yeah. what happens? Well, this is good radio, right? So like here's the app, and then that's my collection, and then it's just alphabetized the way that they have it. Oh, but it's also it's I mean what how Discogs makes money is it's a you know buying and selling platform, and then they just have this uh, catalog feature. Aspect. Yeah, okay. So that's how I have my music. Phalosol. Uh, yeah, it's like a like a mashup of uh, Fela and uh, De La Soul. I don't know if I, who's Fela. Fela Kute. Uh, it's like um, this uh, West African funk political activist. Wow! If you don't know Fela, man, I don't. I also uh, don't know Andrew Jackson Jihad. Andrew Jackson Jihad. Christmas Island. Only God can judge me. Anyway, uh, so like as soon as you, how long have you been doing this? Uh, collecting records? No, the Discogs piece. Um, I mean, 10 years, 12 no years. No shit. 12 years. So r- right away, like day of buy, more or less, you'll get them plugged Now, in. yeah. Me, it, me and my son did it like one summer when he was off. We just, I mean, at that time I only had probably five, six hundred records, but still like to go down and catalog five, six hundred records is, is, is a, is a feat. You know, now we're over several thousand. Damn. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, if, if I don't do it, 
then uh, it, it can just get lost in the fold, you know, because constantly just moving records in and out, listening to stuff. So, yeah, I, I try to, uh, um, one, when I get it, you know, get the shrink wrap off of it, uh, scan it, and then get rid of the evidence. Scan it. There, there's different, like all the new records now, they're on the barcodes. That's, oh, that, that's how. That's you don't have thing. to type it in. The old stuff you do. Okay. Um, but but the new stuff you just scan. It's got it hooks up on your your uh, your camera's phone or your your phone's camera, and uh, and then you know I can get rid of the plastic wrap so the wife doesn't see. <laughs> <laughs> she knows, you know, those 180 gram records are you know 40 bucks. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, shit, man. Just any old, most any old record is thirty or thirty-two. It's just like God bless us. Um, so where in our cartoon viewing, where does this youth? Where does the notion of the Saint Bernard with a mini jug of whiskey to find a guy buried in the snow. Where does that come from? It's got to be Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes? It has to be, right? Um, and was that, uh, you know, a thing that was done? Like, where did that come from? It must have. I, I mean, mean... With the brandy in the in the barrel? Yeah. I mean, it has to be based... I mean, all that shit's based on something. Right? Right? Like... Uh, Are St. Bernard's particularly good in the snow? And I think so. I think they're hardy and, you know, they're... they're uh, well insulated um and the first thing you want to do is give them brandy for warmth's sake because yeah, they might medicinal. freeze them. Yeah. <laughs> like um that came up because i was just thinking about the ways that uh you know we find music or music finds us and every yeah. once in a while uh you might be buried in snow and a big dog with some booze and is around his tied to his leash might Oh, hey, hey, there cool. he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, the algorithms work too, you know? Yeah. I, 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 I keep bringing up Apple music. Uh, they don't, they don't sponsor me. No, uh, I know. Uh, but I'm just an, I'm just an Apple guy. Right. Cause I'm, I'm so, uh, technologically, uh, failure. I am, I am, a just, uh, remedial yes. best, uh, and Apple, uh, though they, um, will gouge you at every turn, uh, their stuff talks to each other and works in unison, and uh, I'll, I'll pay for that mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. that convenience yeah. every day. Yeah, that's great. Um, and if you do if you do interact with the with Apple Music, like it it, it will turn me on to some stuff. I, A thousand percent. Yeah, that, that which Friday I didn't goes. realize forever, mm-hmm. and then I was like, Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah, I mean, you you, you got to talk to it and tell tell it what you like. But um, yeah, that that Friday playlist is you know new music is you know, Fridays are good days. Friday playlist. Okay. Apple Apple puts one out, and it'll give you a new one every Friday. And it's, new music. It's just called new music mix. It's like under your listen now. It'll have like your. It'll have like a radio station that it generates for you. It'll have right. like your your most played, and then it'll have like a chill mix and like yes. a get up yes. mix, and then one of them will be new music mix, and that's every Friday. They'll they'll send you a new one, and it's unique to every user, or no? That's right. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it. Uh, I don't um, talk. I don't talk to it. Real. I mean, it. 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 It feels to me like uh, it's mining elements of what I listen to and finding those elements or fringes of those elements in other music and then feeding me that. I don't like stuff necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It. It feels and it. But it's it. it 
It'll it is doing that. Okay, but, it, but, okay. It, but it'll do that at a higher clip if you tell it what you like and don't. Like you're like more, it'll you know less like this or or, or, or I think it's like I think it's like less like this and love, which are, seem very <laughs> strange starting and ending points. But uh, uh, yeah, if you just you know say what's what and uh, talk to the damn thing, it'll 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 turn you on some music. I found this this kid out of uh, Ireland uh, named Kojak. Who uh, this this rapper and, and you know this this guy's got like six thousand followers or something you know like and he's just insane he's just absolutely incredible he has a song called Larry Bird <laughs> I was gonna say does he have a song called Telly Savalas Yeah <laughs> um, Larry Bird Wow it's like phonically spelled too it probably piss you off Oh I, 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 like I can get K O J Q I mean it's it's bad it's pretty it's looked on phonics fucked him up <laughs> Nice. Um, so, you know, uh, as information continues to come in at the clip that it either, you know, you allow it to come in or it's available, however you want to, uh, frame it, um, you know, uh, stuff from our hardwire, from our own Mm -hmm. pool of experiences, you know, some of it for me at least is evaporating. Like I was for a good long while, uh, known as a guy with a good memory. And I think that's, I don't fucking see my C minus at best these days. Um, and you know, uh, I think it's most of it's still accessible, but sure. The, the cloud of haze is, you know, it's ever expanded. Exactly. And so, um, how you deal with it? I mean, it's not an issue. I just wonder that, you know, because the notion of um, how marijuana was acquired when we were young yeah. compared to today, yeah. it's like all, eventually all of the transactional memories are going to everything but fade. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's uh, it, so freaking bizarre to me. Um, are, do you... Do you dip in and out of dispensaries or interact with folks that do? I mean, oh, I'm, I'm a, yeah. Oh, yeah. That industry is not going anywhere, right? Oh gosh, no. Yeah. No, no. It's 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 a, you know, I I, I saw on Reddit today and they were talking about something like as many as twelve new states will go fully recreational this year, and you know, n- not to get too political or anything, but you know, I I really have high hopes for this administration if if, if they are reelected. Uh, that, that there will be uh, legalization on a federal level because it, it just really it doesn't it doesn't make sense anymore. Um, I think he probably would have done it this first term, but I think it's probably going to be a, a, a running a, a point of uh, of uh, heightened uh, you know f- to to get you to come out and vote that that there will be some sort of uh, legislation. I mean, we got to get the banks involved. That, in that's decriminalization. That's the hangup, right? Yeah, uh, you and know, why so, is so, that? Um, because it's profitable to keep it illegal. I mean, for real, the, for real. Yeah, the drug companies don't want it, you know, and they have the, uh, you know, the backing and the the lobbyist behind it. I mean, uh, I'm I'm not a, a conspiracy theorist, but uh, you know, um, they it is more profitable to to keep us hooked on you know fucking shitty pain pills huh. that, that ruin lives and families as opposed to just letting this this uh this plant uh be legally uh 
excesses and then you know set up a system of, of distribution and taxation just like you do with tobacco and you do right. with alcohol and you do with fucking guns and i know and you stop putting people in prison for for nonviolent offenses and ruining families and like that's what this problem is and stuff like you know like i was up in detroit a couple years ago and you know they they legalized in michigan but they're but they're still there's still no dispensaries kind of like in Detroit proper, like downtown, because there, here's this whole community that's just been completely decimated for fucking weed, you know? Like, uh, it, it's it's just it's just ridiculous. That How? How? Well, just, you know... Arrests. 20, 20, 20, 30, 20, 30, 40 lifelong convictions or uh, sentences for 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 possession of, of marijuana, which... Detroit? Is, Mm-hmm. I mean, but are are they unique to other no, large no, cities no, this, in that in that I, regard? I, no, no, I don't think so. I, I mean, it's it's legal in, in Illinois. I, I think that there's the same problem in Chicago. But you, 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 I mean, I remember the first time I got arrested for marijuana in Lawrence, and I'd had marijuana taken from me 10, 15 times. And I remember when you know they were, I was like, you know, they got my shit, and I was like, all right, fellas, have a good night. And they're like, well, you're going to jail, and I was like, for what? You know, they're like, for possession of marijuana. I was like, you're going to take me to fucking jail for pot? How much? I don't know, quarter ounce or something. Not a lot. Uh, wow. Um, and did they? They did. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I got a, I got a diversion for that one. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, Good old D-train. No, no, no shit. Um, but, you know, Biden just uh, wiped out a some 250,000 case and, and by no means do I think the man is, is a perfect politician, but, but, but what it, who is a perfect politician, I, you know, like they don't exist. exist. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think professional politicians are, is, is, is are, are awful. It's a, it's an awful racket. And to get to that level, the, the deals that you have to make with the devil, uh, how do you sleep at night? But, yeah. But regardless, he, he wiped out something like 250,000, uh, marijuana convictions. Did he really? Yeah. Okay. Then this kind of got swept under the rug, but, you know, sure, a, and I, I mean, are I, we going to see the same two fucking candidates again? Mm-hmm. I, 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 with all the legal stuff that has gone on for for Trump, though, how? I don't know. Okay, I don't. I don't know how they would allow that. I don't know how the the grand old party would would want that. Yeah. They're they're. It's so sad, and 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 this two party system is 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 a joke. But the fact that we're going to have these fuckers go again like what if we, we deserve better <laughs> if we we do and if we decided uh that uh it should be determined on uh arm wrestling uh, does 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 trump win hands down no i don't think so okay i didn't think so I, either i don't think so i think he's doughy i think he's I, I think yes he's, i think he's I, and and, and <laughs> as a doughy man there are no bigger pussies on earth than than a doughy man right that's why i fucking talk all the shit yeah because i don't want no smoke exactly exactly <laughs> i want you to be afraid of me yeah um speaking of arm wrestling was over the top the best or the worst sylvester stallone movie ever made oh, that's a great question i mean it's up there it's got everything you know single dad uh arm wrestling <laughs> trucks uh, I think it might be the best. Okay, I, yeah. I think that's the correct answer. Yeah, I mean, I, I got I got none better. Now you uh, are, as, for as long as I've known you, uh, been a guy that gets around, uh, likes his travel. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were just talking about a handful of spots you've been recently, um, and so I know you know a lot of people in KC, but you know, you're I would suspect you're kind of always meeting folks other places too now if you meet somebody and hit it off well with them and they want to come to kc for the weekend 
and you can make it happen to where you're free. Uh-huh. Um, what do you, where are you taking them? What are, how are you spending that time? I mean, I'm, I'm such a simple cat. Uh, you know, I, I love food. Yeah. Um, so I'd probably take them to, you know, maybe get tenderloin at kitties. Really? Yeah. Um, I just think, I mean, I, I think barbecue is, is great and I would never disparage our fair city for barbecue, but like, I think it's, I think it's kind of lazy. Yeah. Um, in that you don't have to think about where you're going to go or what, or it's what? just, it seems like a, just a, a no brainer. They're like, Oh, you're here. Yeah. Let's go take you to 15 different barbecue restaurants. Yeah. And yeah. like, there's just, there's so much, you know, and maybe 20 years ago that might've been the case, but there's so much good food in Kansas city right now. Yeah. It, it, it and it's been that way for a little while. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like clay and fire is, is, is phenomenal. Clay and fire. Mm-hmm. It's like he's, he's the the chef is calling it like uh, near Eastern, but it's like a turkey hungry Ar- Iranian. Um, but they they cook everything in a hearth oven. There's a lot of uh, you know focus on vegetables. Cool. Um, and then you know like a lot of uh, chicken protein. They do like a couple pizzas. All it's all good. It's all. Where is it? I gotta check it out. It's in the old novel spot over in the okay. West Side neighborhood. Okay. Okay. It's funky in that, in little that, in that little house. Yeah. It's been a few things, but yeah, now it's. Excuse me. It's that, and it's been it's, around for a minute. Oh, a couple of years. Now. Okay. Yeah. Um. But like, I mean, you have to get a reservation to go there. One, it's it's, it's just a small spot, yeah. but like, they do like uh, Wednesday through Sunday. Sunday is only uh, brunch, and I think they close like around like three or four. But they're absolutely killing it. Um, Fred's got to have a reservation for brunch too. I think so. Okay. It, uh, it's just such a small space. Yeah. Yep. Um. But they're absolutely killing it. Um, you know, not to bring it back to barbecue, but I, th- I think Chef Jay's great. Okay. Um, I, 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 you know, going down in that new Penway Point where, you know, the 34th largest Ferris wheel <laughs> in the continental United States. Fucking, that's such a fucking joke, dude. I don't get it. Oh, man. I don't even get it. Either. Especially oh, like. Ever somebody else. Uh, <laughs> so we got to also. Yeah. You know, like, you know, the World War One Memorial is right there. Like, with one of the best views of any you know, cosmopolitan city that I've ever been to. Right. It's incredible. I'm, yeah. I'm partial because I love Kansas City. Yeah. But like, first of all, it's that the memorial's incredible. But like, I mean, you're a good 7,500 feet above the top car, the, the apex of that, uh, of yeah. that Ferris wheel. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I, I don't get it. I don't get that one. Uh, I know, as far as, as, as uh, you know, I'd probably take them record shop digging. Okay. You know, I, uh, Seventh Heaven has gone through some some changes over the years, but I, I I still have a soft spot for it. You know, I like I like record stores where the bins are are so freaking packed full that you can't flip, like, and then there's all that shit underneath. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. There's something about that where you have to like take twenty records out <laughs> just so you can start looking. Yeah. Um, I like that experience a lot. Uh, let's see, my Kansas City, Casey K's Diabolical Capital of the World. I I, I think it's absolutely amazing there's okay. Bob, there, the, the, you know uh, Britt Stein um, Bobby Britt Stein uh, just sold his business to uh, the, the dude that does guys potato chips yeah. he's, buying, he's buying up a bunch of uh-huh. you know, Arthur uh-huh. Bryant's you know, yeah. the spot and back of Kelly's and I don't know how I feel about all that but uh, for a long time like Britt Stein was, was, a, was a favorite I used to live over off Thompson and uh, you know they have a six dollar Reuben that's absolutely incredible um, you know it, it's like barbecue pits where it's been made on the same panini press for, you know, 15, 20 years, as long as that joint's been there and you just can't replicate that. Right. Um, and Johnny's on seventh, uh, my, my man Artie, uh, 
403 Club, uh, best pinball bar in the city. If you like pinball, pinball uh, bar. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's 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 excellent. He's got like 10, 12 machines at any given time. They're all, you know, incredibly well taken care of. Actually, the the female uh, national champion. She's from Kansas City, and that's like she hangs out there and helps maintain the machines with with a couple other folks. But um, just a just a, a wonderful establishment. Um, let's see what else. What else am I loving? Uh, Black Hole Bakery over here in your neck of the woods. Black Hole Bakery. Yeah. What are the, what happens there? Just pastries and pa- treats yeah, and pastry, coffee and yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I love baked goods. Um, these are all just so food driven. Yeah. And then, you know, we got our sports. I, yeah. I, I, I don't think that there's, I have yet to be to a better uh, baseball stadium than, than Kaufman as far as sight lines go. And right. Like actually watching baseball. It's an incredible park. For it baseball. is. Uh, I think it's, I think it's terrible the way they've kind of allowed it to, I think, you know, Sherman knew what he was doing. Um, you know, early on when he bought the, uh, the team and, and, uh, like last summer, the, it, it seemed kind of dingy, and I don't ever remember it being not since that the way. remodel, at least. Yeah, but I mean, like, I mean, there were, Even like, before. There were like light bulbs out, and like, you know, just like the the smokestack, you know, the boulevard smokestack, like had like a big panel missing, and shit. like, just, are my son's roommates living here? Exactly, <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> wow. Um, you know, so you know, uh. Going to do you, do you get out to see live music very much? I don't anymore. Okay. I okay. don't. I I um I I went to the Badu concert a couple years ago, and it I I mean it started off uh she was you know the, like I was like in tears just not because I was sad but I was just like overcome with emotion yeah. like um like on her first track and an hour and a half later I had to go because I just like, I just couldn't be around people anymore. There was, there was something that happened to me during the pandemic that, um, I, I just, I don't, I don't like crowds. Yeah. And it's not because I'm a germaphobe or I'm, I'm anti-human being or I'm, or I'm anti-community or right. anything like it. I just, it, I can allow myself in sporting events because we're singularly focused, um, on, on the, on the, the event and music, I think, is so communal, um, and you're, it's a shared experience, uh, whereas sports, I think, you're kind of, not that it's not shared, but it seems to be more that I am, with music, I, uh, it, it can go any direction. Yeah. With sports, I kind of know that it that this is this is what's going to happen. Either either my team's going to be successful in what they're trying to do, or their team's going to be successful in their attempt at what they're going to do. And there's something about that uh, just unknown with music, man. Like, I don't I don't know. It it kind of fucked me up, and I would like to get past that. Um, but as of right now, like I mean, I'll go see like small stuff. The, okay, so where where I'm going with this is. Um, uh, entertaining folks and mm-hmm. there are, uh, you know, uh, tourist spots to do and, you know, mm-hmm. places to eat and sports to see. But the, you know, I'm, I'm, I romanticize about this idea of going to a live music venue, not necessarily full because artist X is there, but just because there's live music and it's a place that feels comfortable to hang out and get yeah. a drink. And, uh, I think my, my go-to for that is green lady, 
but I don't know. It, I'm not saying I do that often. In fact, I wish I was there more often than I am. Um, but it, are there, if that's a fair uh, one to identify, are there others where, you know, you, you you know for sure that you can take somebody, have a couple drinks, have a good time, and there's some. I think Green Lady is is unique. I think it's it's a it's a nod to a bygone era. Not that that stuff's not going down, on a, you know, at 18th and Vine. There's right. Some locations down there, but I think uh, you know Green Lady for consistency and, and music every night. That that's that that is a. I think that'd probably be unique in any city, but uh, definitely special for here. Uh, Record Bar is great. You know, they're, they're still doing stuff. Excuse me. Um, you know, uh, there's that tin roof in, um, mm-hmm. in West. They have music, we huh? Have our, our old stomping grounds. Okay. I think that's their thing is music seven days okay. a week. I just occasionally will order a Philly cheesesteak from them on uh, Uber Eats or whatever yeah. it is. And How's that? It's been good except for the two times it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm that's usually a, I'm panic hungry. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And so... Okay, if it says forty minutes, I hope, and then at like minute thirty-eight, they're like something happened. We yeah. had to cancel your order. I'm like, well, yeah. I guess I'll eat tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of eating, uh, you're given the opportunity to have lunch with anyone, dead or alive. You're choosing who and why. Man, I I uh, I really like Anthony Bourdain. Um, as you know as a writer as a as a uh, a travel uh as a as a member of the human race i really kind of uh you know agree with a lot of what he has to say and his uh, philosophies on life and i would like to have lunch with him and uh and want to know if his sadness came from his travels or if his, you know, his sadness was always there. Cause I think that there's, there's something in, you know, incredible about seeing the world. Like it, 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 it opens your eyes. Um, but also it can, it can harden you and sadden you. And, uh, I just, you know, I would want to know what, why he would do that. I think, I think, you know, somebody that I, I've read, I've read probably more of his words right. than anybody else's and it wasn't intentional. It's not like I, you know, I, I don't think he's the best writer I've ever read. He he's is a, he, he's damn good though. He's very good. Um, For somebody that's like that's yeah, that's not just his just a dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, but also he was never like this is my path. Sure. He did other shit and then was like, well, "Let he, me try this out." Oh, it turns out well, he was he was he came from a from a from a well educated home. And yes, he was well read, and yes, he, you know, like it wasn't like he was just a short order cook, but you know, he was a heroin addict and yeah, and a short order cook and yep. and and a, and then a chef and uh, but I would like to know, uh, you know, I, I watched I only watched that documentary Roadrunner like once, maybe one and a half times. Um, about him yeah okay but it it was you know there was a lot of stuff at the end about uh his girlfriend at the time and uh it seemed to uh, exasperate his sadness and, and i just you know what what did they did their relationship end or yeah she she left him he, he got kind of weird and uh possessive and I, I think that there was definitely an age gap there mm. but he was he was clearly very in love with her and um you know, there's something that happens when uh, unrequited love, you know, like that is uh, um, maybe the worst feeling on earth. 
Agreed. Uh, uh, now, was he, um, do we know uh, how he was handling um, substances? And, and I don't think so. I mean, I think he definitely liked to have a good time. Right, but I mean, uh, I, I only ask because, um, you know, I think sometimes for, they just get fucking so tired of being which line of, of the you know which side of this line am i supposed to walk on and uh, i just don't understand why you would you just wouldn't stop though like i mean i don't i don't know who he was feeding or who you know was on his his meal ticket that he felt like if it was that overwhelming that he couldn't just be like you know what I'm going to bury Sanders this shit and fucking call it quits. You know, like I don't understand why that wasn't an option. And maybe that was, maybe that was the ultimate I quit. Um, but I don't know. I just don't know somebody who could see that much and take that much in and be like, nah, I'm good. I, I, that just doesn't make any sense to me. So, well, that's a great answer. I love, uh, you know, uh, I, I tend to, um, tread, pretty lightly in uh the anthony bourdain department because i um very much agree with a lot of what you just said and he has always felt uh you know for 20 year plus years now um a very special person to me and uh it all of a sudden it got real popular to be a fan of his yeah and i don't i can't i'm not going to taint my love of you That's know right. you, so i just I don't, sure um but man great answer i have um uh mark kelpie bought me my copy of kitchen confidential and like wrote me a real nice note inside of it nice. uh, a friend of mine uh his wife does uh the pencil drawings and i bought a piece of her it's it's up there um but fantastic answer um and also you know i didn't um I still have not consumed the entirety of either of his television programs, but, um, but you get, you, you get it, but I watched, a, I had a real good, healthy run of parts unknown. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is the best thing ever made because we have, we did our no reservation, right? It's mm-hmm. food, food, food. And yeah, then all of a sudden yeah. the food shit just explode like fireworks everywhere. It's food, 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 food mm-hmm. and, and television. And, and, and then now it's, uh, largely culture, mm-hmm. history, people. And all, by the way, we're still going to have a few kick-ass meals. Um, all right. I mean, that's what, that's our, that's our common thread. Right? Yeah. Like if it, yeah. it, food is, all of us, it, it's we all eat. Yeah, we all consume food, and then hopefully, while you're doing that, you're getting, uh, you know, a conversation. And, yes, and, and again, not singular, but like, hopefully, if you're dining with people, they're not on their fucking phone. No, you know, or no. Like, but it's it's one of those things where you can still like have conversations, and you can have drink, and you can, you know, learn and you know, get full and laugh. And be grateful and be grateful yeah. exactly man exactly right um you're given the ability to visit your past self at any age you're choosing what age and what are you saying you know 15 buy amazon stock <laughs> i mean I, I honestly man like 
I've been such a ding dong for such a large portion of my life. And it got me here. And I had so much fun. That I don't know if I would change much. I okay. don't know if I would say anything. I, yeah, you know, well, like, you, you could just some observe. Times that I, there's some times that I wish, you know, like I was unnecessarily cruel mm. or or uh, mean. Um, and I wish I I wish that there were some people in my life at that time that I was I had more kindness to mm. and, and didn't, you know, because it was always whatever was going on inside me, and I just would lash out at them. But I, I just I've enjoyed all of it so much i've enjoyed you know not having anything and finding a way to to make a life for myself and and enjoy it um you know i i i was watching some show the other night and they were talking about how no one has any gratitude and everybody just wants more and i just thought bullshit i thought that's fucking wrong i mean that that might be your existence but i am Internally There's gratitude grateful. in the I'm world. In, I'm internally grateful. I'm inter- I, I, I really don't think I would, and I'm not trying to sound like a schmuck. Right. I, I, I really mean that. I, I, I've enjoyed whatever it was that got me here. But, yeah. But yeah, buy Apple stock. You know, Amazon, <laughs> um. So this idea of a bucket list. For the sake of nice round numbers, let's say you've got one and it's, there's 10 things on it and things fluctuate, things change, things might fall off. You might, maybe it gets longer, but your top three kind of stays pretty consistent and the fluctuation is in four through 10. So somebody hands you all the necessary resources to do your top three. What's the first thing on there? You travel to every country on earth. Okay. I mean, you've, I got to believe you've hit a few. I know you've hit a couple of them. I've hit a few. Okay. But, you know. Every country. I've tried to, I've tried to do the ones that I think require a younger man's body. I, Paris will always be there, right? You know. Right. I mean, not, not always, but, you know. <laughs> pa- Paris will be there. As we all know, yeah, in right. 2177. That's right. right there. Bye-bye. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, uh, traveling is is it for me like it's it it i wish that i could you know spend more resources on sure it. uh it definitely seems like the world has um has 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 hardened itself has closed its borders and is looking more internal um and i say that as american in in kansas city right uh so it's uh it's not based on anything besides what I'm reading and what I'm seeing, but you know, we're going to start traveling internationally again next year. And while I, you and the good lady wife. Yes, sir. Uh, and while I was looking at places like, you know, usually I have like a list of like 20, like this time I had a list of like six. Cause they're like countries that, I mean, if you and I are going on a trip, that's the way different list than me and my wife. Right. You know, I, I unfortunately I, I feel uh, way too protective of her sure. to put her in harm's way. Yeah. And not that anything would probably ever happen, right. but why chance it? And also like, you know, even before uh, uh, Trumpster and, and the pandemic, I told people we were Canadian until we got to know them. <laughs> you know, I just said we're Canadian. No kidding. Yeah. No lie. Well, no, I'd flat out lie to their face okay. like, just to avoid yeah. any sort of blowback. You know, I didn't want to deal with it. Um, and then I'd be like, okay, I lied to you. I'm, I'm from the States. Uh, and they'd be like, oh, we can we, tell. We, we, we know, fatty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You smell like Budweiser, bro. We can we know where you're from. <laughs> we saw you pull up on the Clydesdale with the wagon. <laughs> yeah, Come exa- on, exactly. You're, uh, you're wearing a cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, but yeah, I'm tra- traveling. Traveling is it, man. Uh, I would I would love to uh, travel, um, and then you know. I would I would really like to help my community as much as possible. Cool. I, if I ever had any uh, significant amount of money, um, I would try to make sure that my family's taken care of. But I would really try to. I, I love Kansas City, Kansas. I really do. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of good people over there. And um, uh, the unified government of Wyandotte County um, seems to be kind of evil and really have a hard on. You're for, just still upset about that eighth and Ann experience. I, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Complete this for me, please. Uh, the world would immediately become a better place in which to live if only. I mean, people would just realize that we're all the fucking same and we just want protection and love and understanding. And, and the person right next to you is exactly the fucking same as you. And just, love it. just fucking find some kindness and, uh, uh, you know, stop taking yourself so fucking serious. Yeah. You're not, you're not special. Yeah. You're, we're special. Uh, true or false, it is okay and acceptable to wear the t-shirt of the band whose show you're going to. I think if it brings you joy, do it. Okay. And I'm going to make fun of you for it. There you go. I like that. <laughs> um, thank you very much, buddy. Um, thank you, brother. I need, uh, just because I'm wired this way, so I at least have to say these words yes, uh, to feel good about putting my head on the pillow at night, to get through the rest Mm-hmm. of the woo mm-hmm. and I need somebody to do it with. Let's do it. Um, not talking every week or every month per se, but yeah. when it feels right. Yeah. Um, and the way that uh, Inspector Deck was uh, first is that uh, each of their names are in a little sex kit that my ex-wife's pilfered <laughs> from a hotel room. <laughs> just happens to be the only vessel. That's incredible. Um, and it was, uh, we were still married at the time and it was one of these deals, like uh, her, her, her best friend got uh, married a second time. Yeah, and it was in Chicago, yeah. and um, things were not super peachy mm-hmm. between, but they were still whatever. Sure. Uh, and so there was like some conversation about like, I mean, if you don't want to go, I'll take you know a friend or whatever. And I was like, yeah. I'll, I'll go late in the week. Yeah. All right, so that's settled. And then we looked like the night before, whatever it was, and it turned out that we had to go uh, airport, train, and then literally run through the streets of downtown in our wedding attire. Was Always fun. Pulling suitcases. Yes. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great visual. It was like, uh, you know, the, a real, real, it was in a, a, a an event space of a real nice hotel in downtown Chicago and there were like 12 people in attendance and we were two of them part but (laughs) up there yeah with you know I had to be on the dude's side because she yeah we were the the numbers (laughs) (laughs) so you know there were texts that were like uh yeah outgoing from us like we're you know we're close we're x amount and they're like we we're I mean, we're, we're waiting. We're, we're doing like, this. Yeah, <laughs> just, you don't, we don't need the updates, but we can't start until, yeah. anyway, uh, it was like a Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Anyway, the, a couple of late nights in there. Yeah. And one of those deals, I'd never seen this before where you come in to open the hotel room and uh, just right there on the desk where all the hotel things you normally see are is just like 
you know, a basket full of the finest treats and uh, some electronics in another basket and uh, uh, yeah. more beverage options than you could you would take on a in the green room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 so this uh, lovers kit. Yeah. And ev- the price tag on everything is like yeah. holy shit. Yeah. Seventeen dollars for a Snickers bar. Yeah. Okay. So I think the second it's night. Party prices. <laughs> <laughs> Does that come with curly fries? Are they cold? Yeah, okay. Good. Um, and so what the, I think the second night, uh, she was like, let's make our way back to the room. And I was like, okay. And then I was taking too long mm-hmm. to brush my teeth and whatever and, and come to bed. And, and I was like, don't. Yeah. you dare open that thing. And as I was like knocking the water off my tooth, I heard the plastic. <laughs> and by the time I had the lights out and in bed. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, well, we own this now. Yeah, and this I guess ours. it's coming through. Uh, we're going to, might have a conversation with a TSA employee to, about this tomorrow. <laughs> but anyway, that's, that's, that's where we're getting our next subject. Drum roll. Capadonna. We're getting some obscure MCs here. We're starting too. <laughs> what do you know about this cat? You know what? I'm gonna have to uh, brush up on the Capadonna. Well, they're all they're. This is all first time world for me. These, uh, this... I don't. I don't think Capadonna ever had a solo album. Bullshit. I could. I could be wrong. No I know no he way. was. I know he was featured on uh, the uh, Tony's the Iron Man. Um, one of these dudes, uh, and he I, might have one. I can see. I can see it now. He did have. I can see the. It's just like him, like squatted down. I can see it. Uh, he did have one record. I, I that I'm sure of. One of these dudes, like that guy. Yeah. Uh, is that their list is like the longest of everybody's? That's probably true. And, and it, if it's all right, let's just see here. Capadonna discography. Fuck. Yeah, dude. Well, I've yet to study for one, one of two, our talks. Three, four, five, six, okay. seven, yeah. and then well, good. I the second that. half don't have links on just on the wiki. Yeah. So who knows what yeah. kind of accessibility there will be? But um, well, I have, I have yet to do any research on our talks, so this time I'll have a little. <laughs> I'll have some homework for our next talk. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I think it's uh, for this particular situation uh important that we each each do a little bit yes sir um i i mean i'm gonna have to you know. i really thought inspector deck would be 90 percent this record and uh czarface mm. so yeah i didn't uh, Czar check face, out the czarface i'll that's have a good, to it's, i'll have to not not really not to be confused with the scarface tiny, tiny desk, desk hotel concert. california <laughs> So seriously, it happened. I was there. That's awesome. Thanks for being here, man. Thanks, brother. Bye.